the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing an awesome message with you that's entitled, Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Something God wants every born-again believer to do, including me and you. All of us who are born again have the awesome opportunity to have a close, intimate relationship with God Almighty. But unfortunately, not many of us have and enjoy a close, intimate relationship with Him like God wants it to be. The good news is that there are things that can be done by us to increase the intimacy between God and us. There are pathways that the Bible tells us that each and every one of us can follow that'll get us to the place where we have a close, intimate relationship with God that He desires us to have with Him. So, let's learn about some of those pathways that'll help us to get there. That is, into a more intimate relationship with Him. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Turn to 2 Peter chapter 3, please. 2 Peter chapter 3. Hallelujah to the living God. See, God needs us to understand who, who we talking to when we bring the request to him from, from me and you. Who are you talking to? You ain't talking to an unjust judge that don't want to do it anyway, but don't eventually do it because you get on his nerve and keep coming back to him again and again and again every day. That ain't, that ain't who you talking to. You talking to God. You talking to God. You better recognize. Second Peter chapter three, verse nine. It says the Lord is not slack concerning his promises. Because that's what we're bringing back to God, and that's what we're talking to God about, is his promises. Because when we pray, we bring back to God what he promised us, what he told us, what he already said to us. And so since it's what he already said to us, we ain't trying to get him to do it. He already said he'll do it. The question is, is will we be in faith and let him do it? He said, the Lord is not slack concerning his promises, as some man counts slackness. God ain't slack. That word slack right there means to delay. God's not delaying concerning his promises. God's not tarrying concerning his promises. That's what that word slack means. God's not delaying concerning his promise. I'm just waiting on God. No, you ain't. Hundredfold back into your life. No, you ain't. Excuse my English. No, you ain't waiting on God. I just been waiting on God. God said, no, no, I'm waiting on you. Because I'm not slack concerning my promises. 
as some men count slackness. That word slackness means tardiness. God ain't tardy. God don't show up late. God don't get there eventually like some of us do. You know, the church, the work, and stuff like that. You know how we do? God don't get there eventually. God's waiting on us. Before we got here, God was already there. Before you asked him, God already knew what you needed. Are you listening to me? God's not waiting on us, as some men count tardiness. But he's long-suffering to usward. To usward. See, reason's the problem. Reason ain't the problem. Reason the problem. Y'all don't like this. Turn over to Isaiah chapter 65. God wishes that none should perish. He wants everybody to come to repentance. What? Change your mind. That's what the word repentance means, to change your mind. What's your mind about God's answering your prayer? Because if you think God's tardy, you're talking to the wrong God. And God needs you to repent and change your mind. If you think God's slack concerning what he promised you, he needs you to change your mind. He needs you to get a new mindset, an accurate mindset of who he is, because he's going to come through for you based upon what operates in your mind. Come on, VBBS. Which one of y'all? Trey? Yeah, come on, Trey. God is in the spirit, controls the world. We live in a world where we want a change to occur. The body is in this world. This is the natural. It's got its feet on this side. The spirit world is where your blessings already are because they're already yea and amen in him. But there's a bridge that comes over from one place to the next. It's called your soul. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. It's the way you think about things, how you respond to things, what you, how, how, how you figure things and stuff like that. And the soul is the bridge that takes you from the spiritual to the natural. Now, God wants to get the blessing that he has to you from the spiritual world into the natural world, but your soul is the bridge that has got to go over. And the problem is, is that God's got a truckload of blessings that you only got step ladder faithful. That's why he said, repent. I need you to change your mind. I need you to change your thinking. Because I don't need you to expand this thing so I can bring this thing across to you because you're thinking I'm late. And be according to you. And be it to you according to your faith. But if you believe that God will come through speedily, then God will come through speedily. Look at your neighbor and say, I don't think you're hearing him. I really don't think you're hearing him. I really don't think you're hearing him. Turn to Isaiah chapter 65. God needs people to change their mind about things. That's what he's talking to them about. See, as a distant son, you can think that. As a close son, you can't think that no more. See, as a distant son, you don't really know him like that. But as a close son, you know him like that. And you know, God don't take long to do nothing. Is anybody hear me up here? 
Problem is, we think natural. We think how long it takes stuff to happen in the natural. And we compute that into our figuring about how long stuff takes. God said, no, no, stop thinking natural. I'm God. I do things speedily. Isaiah chapter 65. Mm. Verse 23. See, God answers our prayers quick, fast, and in a hurry. Isaiah chapter 65. Let's look at verse 23. God speaking about how Israel is going, Israel is going to rejoice because of how he's going to come through and the awesome things he's going to do for them. Hallelujah. That's why in verse 19, they will rejoice in Israel and joy in my people. And the voice of weeping shall be no more heard in her, nor in the voice of crying. Drop down to verse 23. It's one of the reasons why it ain't going to be no more crying and, and there's going to be a whole bunch of rejoicing. They shall not labor in vain. The stuff that they do ain't going to be for nothing. Nor bring forth for trouble. For they are the seed of the blessed of the Lord. And their offsprings with them. That's both you and your children. It shall come to pass. Shall, strongest assertion in any language. It shall come to pass that before they call. That before they call. That before they even open their mouths. Before the prayer even leave your lips, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. <laughs> you're going to be look when you pray to God, you're going to look like a Chinese Kung Fu movie. Where's the words coming in your mouth move later? Do you know what I mean? It's almost like a tape delay. Are you listening to me? Praise God. It's almost like a tape delay. Where's your mouth going to move, but God will have heard you already. <laughs> you hearing me, aren't you? Praise God. This is out cold. God said, if you call upon me, I'll answer you. The word call right there means to call out or to address by name. It's, it's, it's inferring personal. Address me by my name. He's not necessarily saying call me by my name, but he's saying it from the perspective of that you know me like that. Are you listening to me? That you know me like that. Call me like you know me. Talk to me like you know who you're talking to. Don't come to me with this delayed I'm going to eventually get around to it type prayer. That ain't me. Talk to me like I answer. Talk to me like I'm going to come through. Talk to me like I'm going to quickly do what I'm going to do. And I will answer you. That word answer means to heed or to pay attention. I'm paying attention to you. Probably means to eye you. To eye. God said, I saw you before you even said anything to me. I saw you before the situation even got there to you. I saw how you was going to respond. I saw what you was going to do. 
And I'm now waiting on you to talk to me. Y'all not hear me. By implication, it means to respond. When God says, I'm going to answer you, he said, I'm going to respond to you. See, before we even get the prayer out of our mouths, God is already responding. You don't believe me? Go over to Daniel chapter 9. Please. Daniel chapter 9. I'll show you example. I got examples. Praise God. Because if it's true, it's in the Bible. With examples. With examples. Isaiah chapter 9. Okay, I'm just seeing if you're paying attention. Daniel chapter 9. Good job. Give yourselves a hand. Praise God. Amen. Daniel chapter 9. Verse 17. We'll see how God heard Daniel's prayer and answered it immediately. Did you hear that, Daniel? How God heard Daniel's prayer and answered it immediately. Hallelujah. 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 I say how God heard Daniel's prayer and answered it immediately. Verse 17. It says, now therefore, O our God, hear the prayer of thy servant. See, servant is very important. Praise God. Of course, we're sons. Hallelujah. But at the same time, that makes us very good servants. Praise God. And his supplications. And cause thy face to shine upon thy sanctuary. Of course, whenever he says that face shine upon, he's talking about favor. Where favor is extended into your life. That is desolate. For the Lord's sake. Oh my God, incline thine ear and hear. Open thine eyes and behold our desolations. And the city which is called by thy name. For we do not present our supplication before thee. For our righteousness but for thy great mercies. O Lord, hear. O Lord, forgive. O Lord, hearken. Praise God and do. Hearken and do. Defer not. See, a lot of us, we believe in God hearkening, but do you believe he'll do? Defer not. The word defer, defer means loiter. That is, be behind. He's saying to the Lord, don't, don't loiter. You know, when folk loiter, they just be hanging out, you know, cold chilling. You know, just sitting around. Yeah, cold chilling, just sitting around and stuff like that. God ain't like cold chilling. What you doing today, God? Nothing. I'm just chilling. No, see, he don't roll like that. Is anybody hear me up here? Defer not. Don't be loitering. By implication, it means procrastinate. He's saying to God, Lord, don't procrastinate. We know God don't procrastinate. But he was trying to say something. Look, I need something here. I need answers. I need solutions. I need situations handled. Don't procrastinate. Eastside Detroit says, version says, don't drag your feet. God ain't like dragging his feet and stuff like that. All sliding his feet, all slow and step it, fetch it. God's coming and getting stuff. He's coming and handle stuff. Does anybody hear me up in here? He said, defer not for thine own sake. Not just for mine, for yours. Oh my God, for thy city and thy people are called by thy name. And listen to this. And whilst I was speaking and praying and confessing my sin and sin of my people, that was Old Testament, and presenting my supplications before the Lord my God for the, for the holy mountain of my God, yea, whilst I was speaking in prayer, 
Even the man Gabriel, that's talking about the angel Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, touch me about the time of the evening oblation. That while I was praying, while I was praying, turn right there, turn around like you're praying. That while he was praying, Gabriel said, Hey, hey, hey. That while the words was leaving his lips, God was answering. Hallelujah. That Gabriel was already there and said, Son, I've heard your prayer. And said, Son, I heard your prayer. I heard your prayer. Hallelujah. Lord, Lord, Son, I heard your prayer. Praise God. And your provision is already handled. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody handle it. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Because God comes quickly. Praise God. And just like God comes quickly, it's handled, we, we, ours is handled the same way. Because even while the words is leaving our lips, God hears the, hears the prayer. And it's already provided for and it's already handled. Blessed be the name of the Lord. God sent an angel, a messenger, somebody to him. That even while the prayer was going, leaving his lips, it was already being handled. That even when the prayer left his lips, it was already being handled. Look at your neighbor and say, I don't think you hearing him today. I don't think you're hearing what it is that God has to say. That is already handled. Praise God. That is already handled. That is already handled. That is already taken care of. That is is already taken care of. And he didn't drag his feet. God didn't drag his feet. God didn't procrastinate. He came and handled it. Praise God. He came and handled it. Hallelujah. He didn't drag his feet. He just handled it. He said, boy, before you even said something, I heard you. Because I eyed you. That's what he said right there. He said, I eyed you. Hallelujah. He handled it. Praise God. Daniel chapter 9. Mm-hmm. He said, yes. Yea, while I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, praise God. While I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, touched me about the time of the evil innovation. And he informed me and talked with me and said, oh, Daniel, I am now come forth to give thee skill and understanding. That word skill means to be circumspect, hence intelligent. Circumspect, hence intelligent. Circumspect, of course, means watchful and discreet. That I'm going to show you things so that you can be able to see what's going on. You can be able to understand what's going on. 
You will be able to discern between what's going on and what shouldn't be going on, what's right and what's wrong. Then I'm going to come and holler at you. I'm going to come and talk to you and give thee skill and understanding. That word understanding means knowledge. Then I'm going to give you knowledge. Blessed be the name of the Lord. At the beginning of thy supplication, the command came forth. Y'all didn't hear that. He said, at the beginning of thy supplication, the command came forth. And I am come to show thee, for thou art greatly beloved. Did you hear the reason why? For thou art greatly beloved. Wait a minute, beloved with who? With the same one that gave the command. So as soon as the words left his lips, God said, go do it. Go handle it. Tell it. Handle it. Take, it, take care of that right now. As soon as the prayer came forth, God said, go handle it right now. That when you pray, God starts telling people, go handle that. Go take care of that. Go solve that. Go provide them what they need. He needed wisdom. He said, go give him wisdom. What do you need? He asked God for wisdom. God gave him wisdom. What do you need? He asked God for wisdom. God gave him wisdom. What do you need? Lord, I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. Praise God. I'm teaching them about prayer. I'm teaching them that you said call unto you. I'm teaching them that you said that when the words leave their lips, you're going to send somebody to handle it. Try it again. I'll try it again. That when he, he needed wisdom, he asked God for it. He called upon God. And the moment the words left his lips, God solved it. What do you need? What do you need? <laughs> I'm telling you, suddenly this is going to start happening. We move on. We just. <laughs> Amen. He gave him wisdom and understanding. Praise God. Go, go to verse 23. He said, at the beginning of thy supplication, the commandment came forth. And I am come to show thee. For thou art greatly beloved. I'm about to show you something because of how beloved you are. Therefore, understand the matter. The word understand means to separate mentally. That is to distinguish. I'm about to allow you the ability to be able to distinguish between what is and what is not. That's what he needed. And consider the vision. Or the same word, to separate mentally. That is to distinguish because he had a vision. I need to understand what this vision is. He gave him clarity on that vision. Why? Because he asked for it. Daniel chapter 10. He called upon God. Daniel chapter 10. Verse 11. See, Daniel prayed. Prayer was answered. The day he prayed it. We'll start at verse 10. It says, and behold, a hand touched me. He just keep on being touched. Which set me upon my knees and upon the palms of my hand. Power was so strong that when it touched him, it knocked him down to his knees. And he said unto me, O Daniel, a man greatly beloved. Remember, Daniel used to pray all the time. Remember, Daniel got busted for praying. He was a praying man. Praise God. A man greatly beloved. Understand the words that I speak unto thee. And stand upright, for unto thee am I now sent. And when he had spoken this word unto me, I stood trembling. Then said he unto me, fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand. 
and to chasten thyself before thy God. Thy words were heard. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I really hope that you're seeing what the Word of God says about the increased intimacy that God wants us to have with Him in our lives. I hope even more that you're seeing the importance of having increased intimacy with God like He wants with me and you. Because if you do, then you'll do what you need to do to follow the pathways to increase intimacy that God's Word lays out for me and you so that God can get what He wants increase intimacy with me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee you it'll be a blessing to you when you do. And by the way, did you know Are You Ready for the Word is on YouTube too. There's all kinds of messages there for you to hear and see on demand that'll flat out bless you. And when you get your chance, check out our website too. It's at WOFSA.com. That's the first letters of Word of Faith San Antonio. That's WOFSA.com. You'll be blessed there too, I guarantee you. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.